I would say that's good. That's good to know. You can't. I, you, I really, I know. I, I really appreciate. Uh, you can't like tell. No, I'm just. I appreciate you being honest, or, or at least open. Always. But you know, fucking chilling. You know. Of course, but it's just surprising to me, like, if you can't tell. No. Who knows when you're when people are lying, dude. I mean, that's fair, but I figured that like. There's certain elements that would be honest. Like, I mean, it'd be like to, to a like, to a degree, like, and it's also unfakeable. About, it's all, is that what you're uh, thinking? Not no, not even that. I think it's about knowing the person. I guess. By the way, welcome to the Lost Out Podcast. I'm your uh, host, yes, Trent Castleberry. Castleberry. Hi, hello. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about um, recording from the, or, or at least like being on the other mic on the opposite side, as if I was a guest. But we tried out, it, but I don't know how to operate his. Yeah, software. Elfie don't know how to deal with any of this BS. So. I'm sure I could learn. I'm back in the saddle, baby. <laughs> grip it and rip it, baby. We're, we're here. Fucking grip it and rip it. Yeah. So yeah, again, it's obviously me and Elfie. I just bought a Zippo, so I just I'm, if you, if y'all hear that click click clack, <sighs> and then y'all know. And it's a very beautiful Zippo. It has Dude, it really is. It's engraved all around. Yeah, it's engraved. The whole body of the Zippo is engraved, not just the front. And that's exactly what I was saying earlier. Is like most of the time, it's just that front yeah. spot every single zippo that i've ever owned it's always been one side of it is has engraving or a sticker or something engraving yeah, if you're lucky kind of engraved if you're lucky design. like if you're buying it online it's like you're lucky that it's in, if it's engraved and most but of the time it's just some kind of sticker all the way around this entire thing is just like <sighs> you can in the, the feeling of it in like, your fingers it's, it's so, so beautiful cute. it makes you a little hot and bothered yeah so i'm going as uh john constantine mm. from the dc comics for uh for halloween and uh because the majority of my wear is already like that so it's a super easy costume <laughs> all, yeah, I, he's, he's all got i need it down. is like he's a cast iron cross and then uh handheld cross and... podcast but can no, you pass up? me my vape yeah 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 because I would like to grip it and rip it. All right, cool. Here you go. <laughs> so, you. Elfie's back. This is Elfie, by the way. If you haven't figured that out yet, because well, then like you're done. Regular. Or yeah. I, or, I already said it was me, Elfie. Hi, everybody. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I did that thing. No, I love having podcasts with you because I don't have to like put on any. It's not that I do put on pretenses. But you're always potentially worried that you might have to, depending on new guests. Certain eggshells i have yes. to walk on yes and I, yes. I i i know that because it's well it's not that the deal is that i don't know them enough to where or it's not even about i don't know them it's about i can gauge people pretty well and this is not egotism talking this is no, just you are very intuitive i would say it's that they don't know me enough to where i can say something that would be perceived as oh if i did if i don't know you you can't say that do you see what i'm saying yes and i would also like to add that un- well i don't want to say unfortunately but one way or the other a lot of people that are on your podcast have been younger and yeah. so they don't know themselves as much and i'm not saying that like all late 20 and up people fucking know themselves but like i would say the two of us know ourselves pretty well and so you need to bring that bad boy it's, closer. it's easier it's easier no i i get what you're saying the when reason you're the kind of person that knows yourself yeah but i'm also like you said i got older uh, and younger people mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. but this that's the it's, it's like it's a catch-22 because i have a lot of young people on because they're willing to come on these like a lot of people that i would love to have on they're older they have families yeah. they got stuff going on and they just don't want to, they don't want to well, be on podcasts they they're just like eh, to, it's just it's exciting finding the time is hard which like i i get it yeah you have families most it's most so much easier to just like even if yeah. it's last minute just be like hey do you want to record guys yeah yeah like, the, they're just they're the down single airman type the young 20 year olds typically are more even if they aren't by nature spontaneous they're more open to being spontaneous because they don't have anything fucking going on. They're fucking 20 in Japan in the air force. But I think it's meaningful. I think it's more meaningful to have younger people on because 
at the very least, I challenged them. Or at least, not like challenge them if we disagreed, yes. Yeah. But it, 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 it expands their understanding of why yeah, it, they believe what gives, they believe, why they think what they believe. Because I kind of like, I poke and prod. If I agree, then it's good. But I'm like, well, you're right. Like, I think that you're right. Let's go into it, why it you're a, right. Because yeah, you don't know why you're right. It gives them the opportunity for that critical thinking aspect. And you were talking about um, a guest you had once that you were like, this person is on the right track, but they don't know why they're on the right track or what, why they are right and why they have these ideas that they have. And they're already on the right track. Right. They already have yeah. the answer, but they don't have all the fundamental they're, building blocks to get to that answer. And, I mean, that's not a knock on them. No, by, not at all. By any I think stretch. It was, it was like, just being having the ability to articulate the, yeah. the your reasoning. Yeah. was very difficult because it's there's so many different aspects like from this this, this specific guest that you're talking about there were so many different things that they were thinking about and they were trying to muddle, muddle it all together into one thing and it just came out as nonsense not necessarily nonsense but it was just it just seemed so face valued yeah at the end because they were trying to take something that's super complex and break it down into something that's really small and and some things when they're su they're super complex you can't just do that you can't because because then it comes off the wrong way you have to be long-winded so and I, I i suck at that i'm super long-winded. i agree with that and then it's also if you have the right answer but you somehow you got to the right answer intuitively but you haven't built up the thoughts and arguments towards it and then you try to, especially when you're put on the spot in like a podcast or something, you struggle to get there and yeah. you might oversimplify and it just, it doesn't work very well. Right. And I try to, I try to, because I mean, this podcast, I talk about contentious things. I have no problem of with course. that. I try not to put people on the spot to where I feel like they're on a timer. But to, to I mean, something. I would I would say that and I mean, even I was this way a lot. Being knowing that you are recorded, it's not even like if you know people are going to listen to it or not. It's something about being recorded makes you feel like you're on the spot. Like I don't know how many fucking listeners you have or whatever. And at this point, I don't even know. I haven't yeah, at, at, at this point, <laughs> I don't care. But definitely early on, it's just about this is being recorded. And will in some, anybody can see it if they want it. Yeah, to. like in some yeah. way it is lasting, and that's oh, actually that's like very much why I don't like Snapchat. I think Snapchat is great for it has a lot of fun filters and it's like oh, it's awesome, good fun and stuff. And I think it's fun to like send each other weird photos of yourself or whatever. Yeah, but I mean I'm not a big person who takes photos of myself like that to like share with people i don't know it's that's a, that's a little outside of my purview but i 100 understand it and sometimes i enjoy it but having like a text message conversation over snapchat really rubs me the wrong way because it is going to be gone within like the moment you close the app it is it's gone it's gone isn't there like a setting to where like it'll stay there that I don't know because I'm not of Gen I'm not, Z. I'm not that, yeah, so, I'm not that privy either. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I mean, as much as I like, don't like Facebook, and I mean, any any other messengers also do it like Line or just you know iMessage or you know whatever fucking texting app Android has. I don't know, uh, but those those messages are always there, and it's not. It's not that you go back and reread them or anything. It's just something about them disappearing. I think it's easier to be like, well, that never happened. I never said that. If that kind of thing comes up. Which, I mean, hopefully it never will. But uh, it definitely is the kind of thing that will come up. And with Snapchat, it's so easy. So, I think... Snapchat makes it easy to be more, oh, I think there's probably a better word, but like egocentric. You always will be able to defend your position from the strongest foothold. 
because there is no evidence of potential wrongdoing or mistake, like in, intentional or, you know, unintentional wrongdoing or, you know, honest mistake. There, there's no evidence either way, so you can just deny that whatever you potentially did that someone didn't like or that was hurt by happened. You can just deny it. And, like, even if you just don't remember it happening... Well, isn't that a good no thing? Rec- well, in some way, it is a good thing. But, in other ways, if you are trying to grow as a person and someone says, Hey, this thing you said hurt me. And you're like, I don't fucking remember. Because, I mean, we're all human and I don't remember every fucking thing I said. I know I fuck up all the time. I don't remember it all. Yeah, I've said straight up that I was like, I can't run for office. But this, if, at, at, the, if at this point in time, I probably will never be able to run for office. Text message chain of this, and they can say that thing you said two weeks ago, or you know, five days ago, whatever, hurt me. I can look back and view it and reflect: of was that thing I said actually like kind of shitty, or is there more to this situation, et cetera, et cetera. In Snapchat, it's just. Uh, it's very. I really don't agree. I honestly it's really can I say living I don't in the agree moment. With, I'm going to say I don't agree with you. Why don't you agree? Because if it does disappear, and they and they and and the person that was offended by what you said, they can't see it again. Then you have that kind of. And, and I'm not trying to be like a legalist or whatever. Like I'm. There's a That's plausible. The there's a plausible the deniability because you don't see it word for word anymore. You could have misspoken. And they could have, and and they could have taken the, the it out of context, or you could have been completely genuine. Either, it doesn't matter either way. It's good. It's like because it's gone, and no. so they could be like, "Hey, I didn't like what you said." And you say, "Okay, I, I'm. Well, look, tell me, tell me what I said." That's and why then, I said it's a good and bad thing. I think it's it's more good that it disappears because it's more in line with how we orient ourselves. Okay, so like within for, conversations naturally. Yes, it is definitely like more natural for the way humans, you know, have communicated other people, for thousands of because years. Because if, 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 because it's good speaking. for you. I see what you're saying because it's good for you because you can look back and read it and then be like well, looking at it from different perspectives and all that. It's also good but for the, the deal is like the other person will look at it, read it, brood on it, continually look at it. Because once you have that like yes, I I understand what you're saying. Is like no, they can look back at it and then see that it is not the right. Not unless you tell them that's not what you were intending. But if they're not and they and it took them that long to come to you, it's because they've been rereading yes, that. Yes. And so, then they've been creating that's, an entire that's why alternate from the start, reality. I said there are good things and bad things about it. I think there's more good in Snapchat. I think. I think. I think the style of communication is more like the natural way humans typically communicate, which is just speaking to each other. That's yeah. What it disappears. Humans have done for forever. And then it's I just, sent a drug text and it got, and it's gone. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's just based on, you know, each other's memory of the thing, but I do still find utility in having, uh, I guess, historical record as it were. And I think that not that, you know, Bring this bad boy up. Not that, not that speaking to each other is counterintuitive to growth, and not that Snapchat is counterintuitive to growth, but I think that text messages that stay as long as, you know, God wills it, Facebook exists or whatever, <laughs> um, can potentially spark more growth within the individual if you know they're willing and open to it because you can reflect on those things it's almost like keeping a journal yeah. but it's like a journal between you and this person i just had a ping i just had a ping whenever you were what, what you were saying let's hear it i think that the biggest issue that we have right now when it comes to the digital age and our communication via twitter text messages all that miscommunications, mm-hmm. mis- misperceptions. This would be great if everyone was taught critical thinking in schools. Like, oh, I'm talking... Of course, of course it would it be. It is a part of the core curriculum. Yeah, I, I mean, I was lucky. That was actually the first 
uh, class I took in college, and that was actually. But that, but you see what I'm saying? College. That's a developmental yeah, yeah, thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. I was lucky. This needs to be like elementary to middle school to high yes, school, yes. all the way. It should be one, like one, two, three, four, five, and then AP at the end, yeah. and then you go into college for critical we thinking. We are already like, 100 because on the same so page. many, so many parents they do, they they're just living. They're trying to take care, or they're just absent. They, yeah. Like so, they no one's teaching them except for school, and so they have to learn it by proxy. But they don't. They don't. And, yeah. But they don't really learn it. They don't right understand now, yes, the nuances that really needs to be taught. Thinking. But if we did teach critical thinking, and took it seriously as, as its own class, which it then did, it we needs would. To be. Yeah, because we kind of have that in English. It's like you got to read an interpretation but of like poetry and all that. So but that's so contextualized. Biz- yeah, yeah, it's 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 abstract. It's it's, it's your well, own interpretation. Well, it's like, what do you think the author is saying? So no, no, can, no. We can need I to interrupt real quick. Yeah, um, go ahead. So you say it's so abstract. It's so actually contextualized in English classes. Contextual to exactly. Yeah, that's more that's more appropriate. Yeah. yeah. No, I know it's okay. That's why I wanted to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to uh, explain to me. All right. <laughs> It's, it's so highly contextualized to, you know, whatever the thing you're reading is or whatever the, the, um, the material is the teacher is giving you in their uh, lesson plan. It needs, the reason why having it as a standalone class is because it, you're taught it in an abstract way, which means you're more likely to apply it other things in your life when you it's learn that kind Everyone of skill love that when you learn that kind of skill for an english class and i mean not everybody learns that in an english class which is you know a fucking shame of our education system you should at least learn it there but if you only learn it there typically you're only going to apply it there and so you need yeah. a class that so this applies to makes everything. it yeah, more yes. abstract mm-hmm. and not just focused on one thing such as literature. We're fixing the education system right now on this podcast. Man, I really, oh, hope, I really wish that yeah, this, <laughs> this would blow up. <laughs> we've, that's it. That's Honestly, that's it. You want to fix the majority of the problems in society? Critical, critical thinking, thinking classes yeah. and the, in, at the very beginning. Yeah, and right. and what I said like from the start, I was lucky in that I went to college, and I was lucky in that my college had a class that was literally called critical thinking. That was the first class I took in college. Mm-hmm. That was rough, um, dude. It's a rough class. No, it was real. Oh, For also, you, probably it was good. It was very. Some good. people it sucks, but that's because they surprisingly everyone in that class loved it, and also yeah, man, because it's relatable. One of Still also difficult. The it's challenging. best instructors I've ever had. I hate math, and later he was also my math teacher. That dude just, he fucking got it. So I, w- I was very lucky in that it was a class that was offered. I was lucky in that I took it as my first class. And then I was lucky in that the professor I had was amazing. The only thing I was unlucky in that class is that, like, that's when I started developing um, chronic back pain. <laughs> Oof. randomly but someone typing uh, an L in the chat that was an amazing class F in the chat <laughs> yeah fucking <laughs> press Y to honk <laughs> sorry no that's it that, I think that's exactly right and because we talk if we did that if that if we if we did that in the 60s right if we started that in the 60s and that became the curriculum even if you said you started in high school right then we wouldn't be where we are now with the twitter flaming the like the misinterpretations of text messages oh man and you don't even like, know what goes on on tumblr my god you all wouldn't. i'm saying is that it's like you will type something out and then you'll press send and then you'll you'll reread it and you'll be like and you'll start to understand like how it will be perceived but only yeah. after you've posted it and in some cases, you can't just retract it. Or if you re-edit it, then yeah. people are like, oh, they, they're trying to cover up their racism or sexism or whatever. Especially if it's on something that's contentious. Yeah. So, but if you, if everyone knew that, they would give, like, basically critical thinking would give everybody a benefit of the doubt. And then would ask instead of just condemn. 
Well, and I, I mean, also what this is the question is like, what are you, are you trying to say this or is this what you mean? Like expand on what they're saying. But right now it's just, are you serious? You know, you're whatever, the, like throw all, in. All of this is also boiling down to communication via written language, which, you know, we don't really write letters anymore. Uh, at least like sent through the mail or whatever. Um, but text messages be it snapchat which disappears or facebook messenger which lasts it's all literal there there is still so much nuance lost Mm -hmm. because you don't have the tone of voice you don't have body language you don't have facial expressions you don't have the natural pauses of human communication like face-to-face communication yeah. and i think i heard it was that. like 70 percent of all of communication like you know like conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. is like body language or or just yeah which not ver- non-verbal yeah I, non-verbal I guess all, which that's I, what i heard but i don't know where that reference was I so don't add me dude texting I love text messaging. But if you listen to my text messages, my text messages are usually long form when it comes to something that's important. And and so are mine. Like they're super long. And so are mine. And I'll I'll use, I'll use commas. I'll use dot, dot, dots. Yeah, I write that shit like I'm writing. Yeah, how I'm actually speaking it if I was to speak it. Like I'm actually speaking it. Or if I was, you know, writing a letter. That's Mm. typically, if I'm talking about something important, that that is how I write. Obviously, I have, you know, group chats and meme meme chats, and it's, you know, all... It's a, it's a different kind of dialect, but if I'm talking about something important with someone, I, I try to use the tools in the English language... But like what you were saying... To enunciate emotion, because we can't... Yeah, but like, like what, what you were saying is that even, even with that... Yes, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. There's going to be a lot of people that are not going to be able to see those nuances. Yes. Because they're not... They, they, they're, 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 I'm not trying to say people are ignorant, well, but they not, don't not everyone, know what those things mean. Not everyone, per, <laughs> and not everyone perceives everything the same way. And even if face-to-face communication is definitely more effective because of the human factor... But obviously there are still miscommunications even face-to-face. It's just, I think, text messaging opens up more potential for miscommunications. Yeah. I think, like, whenever we first whenever we first met, it was, like, New Year's Eve. And I think it was, like, your friend that said, oh, yeah, he's a Christian. He definitely... She um, said I was conservative. I, was, I would say that I, I lean conservative. Watch out because he's super Christian, and if he starts trying to get weirdly religious on you, let me know. Weirdly religious? What am I gonna? Uh, I mean, I, I understand. I get it where she was coming from, though. Those. I get where those she was were maybe from. not the exact words, but yeah. My deal is like it's all choice. I'm just gonna talk about it because I love theology. Yeah. I love talking yeah. about it. But I mean, I love opposite opinions too if you have something that's else it's like but but i i get it but you were automatically on the back foot like this guy might be weird well, dude and, i mean and, even and he's conservative like regardless of like her saying that i i've always been a person that actually does yeah enjoy discussing theology with people that but are whenever you came and, and you sat in this room which was the first time we actually sat down and t- had a conversation you were like as if I said anything, you were like, you were shooting it back. You were shooting it back with something. And, well, not, but I wasn't. Not so much on the religious thing. I said no, I was No, because just I didn't wary. bring up the, we weren't talking about the religious thing. Yeah, I just said more. I was wary because people that do identify as Christian and conservative. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think you can also agree, people that identify that way, a lot of them. No, yeah. Not I'm, great people, unfortunately. It shouldn't be that way. And like, and, and no, I sucks. don't want to assume that people that say they're Christian conservative are garbage. No, I've said the same thing. The, the worst part about wary. I've said the, I've said it on my podcast. Yeah. The worst thing about Christianity is the Christians. Yeah, <laughs> like they are yeah, bad interpretations. My like past, you know, being raised Catholic, going to Catholic school. I man, I feel yeah. like a faker when I say going to Catholic school. I only went in kindergarten and first grade. Yeah. It's but so, y'all, just, that was enough. It's so much, it's it's so difficult to... No one should ever go to Catholic it's school. It's so difficult to 
to explain. You can't just come out and say, I'm not religious, because people automatically assume yeah. you're atheist. No, that's, or, or whatever, or anything but Christian. I'm not religious. I'm a Christian. Well, you're not you see what I'm saying? secular. Secular religion, I guess you would say. Yeah. yeah. Non-denominational. Yeah, non-denominational, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I read the Bible and I try to develop a relationship and I fall and I fail all the time, but I still try because the principles there, even if you don't believe it, it slaps. And so that's, it's right. It's right. That's like, and, and after like we, I wasn't even like a 30 second conversation about that. It was like, well, I'm a little nervous because these things about you. And then yeah. you explained your like, stance on religion and where you were at and I'm like okay cool I don't have a problem with this because at, at the time and I mean obviously now even if a person is non-denominational Christian and isn't the kind of person to try to force their religion on people and isn't you know ideologically possessed in that religion then I don't care you can fucking believe whatever you want I don't have an issue with that Yeah, yeah. you gotta love everybody I mean that, it's but that's just, Christianity. I, we had to love have them. the face-to-face face yeah. human communication for that. But all I was trying to articulate was that we were—you were on the kind of the the not—you weren't on the back foot. You were more like kind of the I'm, I, I'm prepared for anything. I, and I if you hear something that you might disagree with, then you're going to jump. You're going to jump down the throat. I, I can be a know? very very defensive and reserved person because I've been burned so many times. And I'm no, not I saying that, that like this is necessarily the right attitude to be going out in the world. I'm just saying because of my experiences, this is where I'm at. So I'm more I guess what I'm trying hesitant. To, what I'm trying to say is that if I was a person like we were talking about the guy like the, the person uh, it's a dude. It's um, a, I mean most people you talk I, to are dudes, yeah, so it's not and and he was he was very he, he was on the right track, to, from my opinion. He was on the right track. He just wasn't able to articulate it. If I was of his level of articulation, probably we wouldn't even be friends. Because I, would never, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have been so placed Maybe in generalities. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. That you could have been like, yep, he's exactly the stereotypical... But also, also think about like the kind of person you would be if you were that... You know, like there there wouldn't be enough depth. Yeah, praise God for my mom. I, I wouldn't like, necessarily <laughs> say that like we wouldn't have become friends if you were that kind of person. I just think it would have taken a lot longer rather than us like clicking and understanding there's each an, other there's very a, easily. There's there's a no. I I agree. If I'm looking at it from if I'm trying to like play chess with it, I would say the likelihood of you coming back here. For been lower. this, lower. Yeah, for It'd sure. Be like, no, ah, I well, agree. I'm not a part of that because whenever you came over, I was hosting a D and D campaign. Yes. I wasn't a part of it. Yes. But I was in here, and Which you were just I hanging was out. Under the impression that you were a part of it. Oh, really? <laughs> At the time, yes, yes. No, I, 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 they had already had it going on, and I was like, yeah, just host. I, like, come my, to my house. Yeah, my house. Like, I have all this friends. It's better than be yeah. It's better than yeah. being on base, and I already yeah. have a living room that I don't even sit in. I literally stay in this room. <laughs> you don't. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I'm it's comfortable not in here. It's embarrassing. I'm just making fun. Got my sweet gamer chair, bro. <laughs> okay, but like, remember the gamer chair you sat in at the furniture store I took you to? That's the most comfortable chair. But it wasn't like camo. It was. You could only do blueberry navy camo. Which, like, no, why they yeah. picked blue as navy camo is so funny, because, like, you fall off the ship and you're fucking gone. I mean, like, if you fall off the ship, you're probably dead when you hit the water, because most of them ships are big. But if that's you one survive, of the reasons why I didn't join you the can't navy. find them. I didn't join because I couldn't swim, but that's a different story. But the other camo choice of the chair was, like, the army Yeah, camo. It's, it was all camo. Like, there but was no just The black. style was great. She's so upset. Yeah. yeah, it was an amazing chair. But I will be damned if I own anything that is camo. You know what I want? I want like a throne chair. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, no, I got you. Can you imagine yes. a throne chair yes. with the swivel, like a gaming yes. chair or like an office chair? 100%. Just like a like all red, all like, you know, like a cherry, cherry, uh, cherry red, like stained. 
wood swivels on the bottom and it's just like a huge so a huge like no chair and you can lean back and everything I, like that i need i need to i need to commission that i somewhere. am going to interrupt Man. you because we're not gonna spend the whole podcast talking about the ideal chair for you which i mean i know we could i'm just bouncing but... around man <laughs> Other than, you know, communication and how that works and the nuances of that, what else would you like to talk about? I would like to talk about politics. Always politics and religion. That's my man. Well, the thing is, when it comes to theology and philosophy, you can relate that and tie that to everything. You know what I'm saying? And right now, we're, we're... we're in a big political divide, very polarized, like as a nation, very, yes. very polar polarized. Um, I think the majority of people, they don't really, it's not really about the candidates. It's not really about, I think on the left, it's definitely about Trump, mm. but on the right, it's not really about Trump. It's about the ideology. So you're saying on the left, it's not about the, candidate that they are trying to elect because i mean i think everybody knows by now the left no it's just hatred the, the majority of hatred. the left does yeah. not like biden but they yeah they hate they trump hate so trump. much right. that a lot of them are of the mindset of anything is better than trump yes. which i i i understand i do understand it i but, I don't like his. Tw- I don't but like also, his Twitter, but he's gotten better at it. He like, has. But I've but, been following. But also, guy, Joe so. Biden. That's a, also that's a snake. Uh, dude. That's a snake. I'm sorry. N- none of none of the opinions reflect the opinions of the U.S. Air Force. I don't uh, care. You want to take me to court? You want to put me in front? You of don't that? want that you heat. Come on, court? that's ah, n- that's smoke. No one can handle. I'm not even gonna say it, man. Like, <laughs> it, I don't think that it's protective anyway. No, I mean, I think I think we've said enough on this podcast previously. Like, this is a personal opinion podcast. It's not. We've never tried to represent the opinions of the government agency that we work for. Dude, the deal is like, it, uh, here's the deal, man. Tell me the deal. Trump is my commander in chief. Yeah. He is right now. I'm all yeah. right with that. If Biden becomes the commander in chief, I may not like it. That's still the commander in chief. Nothing I can I do about that. I don't like it's that Trump it. is. I didn't like that Obama was. I, I probably won't like in, whoever in my else time comes in, in the after. Air Force, like, I haven't necessarily liked either of the commander in chiefs. But that's as a service member, and that, from that perspective, that's still my like. That's still my commander in chief. That's my boss. I don't like a lot of the commanders that I have now, like in front of me on multiple levels. Yeah. I may not like and agree with them. But that's not that's yeah. not my place. It's like this yeah. is this you is can it. Hate your leadership. That and so basically. But that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't change it. If I'm not calling for like, you know, like tarring and feathering. Yeah, <laughs> or tar and feather, like of these yeah. people. No, like that's I just don't agree. I don't yeah, agree. That's fine. I don't agree with their policies. I, I don't agree fine. with I, where they're going. I mean, I think um, it's very and it should American be okay. actually to be able to critique yeah. the head of and the government the military, or anyone it should in government. Be, it should be okay and to be I able mean, to voice them as long as you're respectful yes. in that and, aspect. And, and I feel like I have been. Yes, no, you have. And it's 100% supported by not just the Air Force, but like all the military branches and the DOD you can be critical and are welcome you're more than welcome to be critical as as long as you you know voice it as a personal opinion and you aren't trying to use whatever agency you work for's name yeah. against that person which i never i, I don't think either of us yeah have so ever if done like if i yet. came out and said the air force does not stand with trump yeah. Like that's, that's Which, that like, would be e- something. Even if there were stats that yeah. potentially showed that you as an individual still re- shouldn't use should, that. Yeah, yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I understand that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Th- this is. Who knew critical thinking would be so like you know? Oh my gosh! Great. <laughs> it, it's it's great. It works 
yeah. wonders. Yeah, it's important. Listen, everything is a personal opinion. So, on this podcast, are we fixing the education system? No, we already fixed are we, it. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Fair. No, no so, we were, so we were talking. Just going uh, I know that we were talking. Uh, we were talking before about um, the two-party system. Yes. Yes. So we can go into that. I, I want to know what you think about the two-party system. Me, I didn't really have anything against the two-party system because I think that it's at the lowest level. It's you. You can draw a line, but now we're seeing this polarization. The highest is I've, I've seen it in my life. I'm not saying it's not the, the highest it's ever been any other time, but right now it's the highest I've ever seen it. Like people are like. Dude, if you're yeah, vo- if you're it, voting this or this, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like hatred yes. on both sides. So you were saying something about what um, you thought. Yeah, and I wanted so, to hear your and, ideas. And we were kind of in agreement on this other thing about um, it's like Canada and the UK have I don't I don't even and it's also Australia. I don't think they have a limit on the amount of political parties which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing for them i think it works it works for them but you know america it isn't canada it's not the uk it's not australia yeah america's just better i'm just saying i do not think i think i think that the two-party system worked for a time in america but i think that now media no, it doesn't. Thanks. Well, I wouldn't wholly blame That's the media. I, That's I my would, opinion. I would say that just based on its citizens alone, a two-party system does not serve its citizens well. Because we, we are the biggest melting pot. Yes. We have so many so different nationalities. So it seems absurd to just have two to represent an enormous amount of people and an enormous amount of diversity within those people like yeah. it's because like you could agree with the majority of one side but there's one thing that's like that ah, that doesn't that's yeah, not like, it chief Man, yeah like can't do i that. would vote for you if it were not for this one fucking thing that yeah. that is some people um so so i think a four party or a six yeah i, I, I wouldn't uh, say six so i think I don't want to I, go through no, Europe. I, I don't want to get. No, I don't want to be well, like. Well, I mean, Europe is like sixteen or something. That's the yeah, UK. it's ridiculous. But I think for the United States, where we are now, anyway, maybe later down the road we could get a higher amount. But I think four would be ideal. I think that we could work with six. I don't think eight would work. I wouldn't go any more. I said before. No, and again, talking, that's 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 what I'm saying. I think six would be precarious. I wouldn't go any more think, than four. I think any maybe more than four, it would just be a decade ridiculous. from now. Maybe six could work. <sighs> I'm still not about it. But I, think I mean, four, you don't. I, I definitely am for adding more parties because I, I don't mean, understand I, because we have more parties. Like we have we, the Green Party, we, we have do. the Libertarian Party. Like, wh- why aren't we adding them to the debates? Like, I don't we understand. And, and like we because said they earlier, are established parties. But that's in the our laws, I would assume. That it's in the laws that we can have these parties. Well, they can be uh, voted on. So there's a thing that, like, everybody likes to quote about, like, the founding fathers never wanted a two-party system. Which, where that comes the from... The founding fathers didn't even know there was yeah. going to be a yeah. system so, like that. So where wherever that comes from, I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it isn't. I don't fucking know. But regardless, I think a two-party system only creates more divide. polarization and divide. Yes. Yeah. I think the potential... I mean, we aren't even actually a two-party system. It's just that's weirdly and natural, like this organic thing that has come out of... It happened out of the Civil War. Yeah, but it's it came out organically. There are no laws for or against... So like yeah. it is, it is very organic. But I think that now where we are at in 2020, I mean, I think it's been leading up to that point more and more. And I mean, it's not going to happen in 2020 because it's you know almost fucking November, so it's time. But 
having I'm thinking maybe in the next eight years after this election maybe give two them two more parties you know, that the media and can, people give yeah. more credence to well, like that they are can part debate of with, the debate but they have to that get are their part sh- of the discussion they gotta get their ass they gotta, I'm sorry they gotta get their shit together oh my god I've already like, swear it so many times come on don't play that I'm game I'm sorry I don't like to so but they like the I, I, the, the other outside of Democrat and Republican, the only other two is, I could be wrong, the Green Party and the Libertarian Party. I mean, so, there, there are more, and there, there is definitely more nuance to that, but that would be the two that fill out the four-party system that I am, you know, kind of talking They They to. need to get their shit together, because they don't even know what they stand for. That's that's the, that's the thing. I would say they need to be able to blend it and actually have what the libertarians know what they stand for. I think the Green yeah. Party is a fucking mess. Yes, that, and for sure. I, I, I put the, something I, needs to happen. I didn't there. put them first based off of yeah. a hierarchy. I just yeah, said yeah, yeah. the libertarians are still they're still very very low resolution face value type of stuff like you know what i'm saying like, i don't want to you know hate on no, any I don't. potential I agree, I agree. libertarian viewers but like damn the libertarian party is extremely low resolution extremely short-sighted like they, yes they, some will come out and they'll be like yeah Wait, what? No, <laughs> like, it's they don't they, they they don't agree with each other. It's a shit show. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, they don't agree with each other, and that's why it's like if you want to create more parties, sure, go ahead, but get your fucking facts get your facts straight. Yeah, now I'm slipping, dude. No, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. No, it's true. It's true though. I think we're on the same page in that. <sighs> I don't. I I agree. I I don't think that there there's there's any way of getting to six parties. And I don't even understand how the European Union has in their parliament has like sixteen freaking different parties. It's like what they're all one single issue. I don't know. Is it all single issue voting? Like I, I don't, don't think it's that. I don't know everything about UK history. No, I don't. We seceded from that shit, dude. Hell yeah, America. <laughs> yeah, fucking cheers. I'll drink to that, brother. Um. Praise God. <laughs> no, I, I definitely don't know all the nuances of what led to that. I love America, man. I I really do. I just love America. No, I think that I think that they were best in um, deals that I will never America hate. America has so much fucking potential. Um, yeah, and we've we've capitalized on that potential. Yes, a we're, lot of it we have, but I would say a lot of it we still have so much room to grow. Yes. So, yeah. I, I, it's like life. It's like our lives. Yes. I think the way I like to describe in the way that I am a patriot is Captain America. Chris Evans. <laughs> uh, no, Chris Evans. My bad. Uh, yeah, you're talking about Thor. I got, I'm going to mix it up. I know, there's too many Chris's. Not bees. Uh, so, <laughs> and I mean, even before the movies and all that, but yes, yeah, Chris, Evans. Chris Evans. Beautiful yeah, Dorito right. body, we know. Yeah. Um, Loved him in, in Fantastic Four, dude. Flame on. <laughs> Fuck, yes. I'm glad you remember that. That's a true fucking 90s kid right there. Dude, did you remember the, uh, the, the, the the movie that he played in? It was, uh, what was it like? Uh, it was like... He was he, in... It was like the teen... The, what was, it was like a teen movie. Scott Pilgrim? No, 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 Because no, no, no. he was in no, Scott Pilgrim. No, i about like... It, it, was, uh, it was like not the uh, typical teen movie or something like that. I have no idea. Oh, maybe well, if you Maybe if you actually... But um, the, it, the it, idea it of what Captain there. America is, is obviously Captain America loves America. Yeah. I love America. Don't agree with them in Civil War, I'm, the, the Marvel show. That's neither here nor there. We're talking about... It matters. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't matter in the context of America. Because he loves America and he has critical thinking skills. He sees what is potentially Not wrong with Civil America. War, he wanted to give it all up to the government. 
Yeah, well, there was some, like, dumb emotional shit there. And again, I think that it is neither here nor there. And it's kind of an outlier thing. And again, I'm not just talking about the uh, Chris Evans iteration of Captain America. This is just Captain America. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, you're derailing. I'm, I'm being an a-hole, yeah. Yes, you are. Okay. You are derailing the conversation. So he sees the potential of what America can be. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he hasn't... He does have an ideal of what America should be. And the ideal is kind of, you know, based on what we all in America are taught that, like, America is. It's, you know, this great melting pot, the land of opportunity, the place where people come to to live the American dream, etc., etc. And he just kind of takes that to, like, a next level and or an extreme, which, like, that's not a bad extreme to have. It's... That's the fucking goal. Like, that's what America is and should always be. I think that's what we have been doing, though. Well, I think... To the best of our ability. Can we do better? Yeah. Yeah, and that's... Yeah. But I don't like it when... We have been doing that, but he... Captain America, as a character, is the person to draw a light to where we are failing and the ways that we are failing ourselves in getting to what we all know America is supposed to be about. I'm right there with you. That's, the the that's, issue that I have the is that I know that on the right, they love America. They love America. Yeah. On the left, it seems... In fact, it's actually been pretty overtly stated that they hate America. That so, America is systemically racist. America is the worst that place. That is and my I, issue it hurts, with... It, it makes me mad. And is, I would never That's my that. issue with... Um, because you can't throw the baby out with the, the bathwater. Yes, we have flaws. Yes, we so were brought I, up with flaws. We I understand suck. you calling it the left because it's fair, but that's... I think Democrats and liberals, because they're 100% our people of the same opinion I am that are on the left, where they they aren't the people that are like, I'm going to move to Canada if Trump is reelected. No, they love America, and they're still on the left. They want what is best for America. Whether or not, you know, I or you or anybody agrees with all of what they think is best for America... That is what is in their heart, and they they want the fucking best for it. I would say that the popularized left does not. The, or if they do... The media's left. If, if they do love America, they're so obsessed with... Hating Trump that it yes, doesn't matter. And, and yeah. even aside from Trump, even, even in the past, they're so obsessed with pointing out all of the flaws which yes there are 100% flaws and things everyone that, that like we as a country and we as a government need to improve and work on there always will be but they come from the standpoint of this of of America is fundamentally wrong when the idea of America is fundamentally what they want they are just rephrasing it and changing it and perverting it because it's easier to say this thing is not at all what I want or what it should be rather than you know it's, it's easier to say this thing is 100% bad rather than saying this thing that I love is flawed and I want to fix it or make yeah. it better or help it to grow. It's easier to just 100% throw it away and dismiss it. Yeah, but then what are you left with? You're left with a blank slate and then... And we uh, agree on that. A power... We, a yeah. power like, this is literally everything that we vacuum, did, everything yeah. that we messed up in the Middle East, we caused... A lot of those problems. Yes. Because and there was South America, massive, I will add. Yeah, well, we've yeah. done it we've done it in a lot of places because yes. we assumed 
that they were going to be like us that we weren't that 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 they weren't going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And this we, is actually th- that's a really good uh, way to compare and really understand that, like, yeah, the you know sixteen parties of the UK or Australia or where the fuck ever doesn't. That's, it's not a one size fits all. Nope. There, there right now is not in the world something that is going to work for every nation, every culture. Yeah, but now we're going to start moving into more of the theological aspect, which I would say that before America, some would argue that America wasn't founded on Christian values. I would say that the majority of the individuals that were of the founding fathers yeah. adhered to yeah they were christian the, values the majority of them if not christian they were raised in such because a if they christian if they, dominated here's a, culture well, here's that they the had thing, those values cuz they put it into law into the into the into the straight up law that you had a religious freedom if they were straight up christian all of them they would have said Christianity is our... There wouldn't be a separation of church and state between... You know, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, they recognize that if we want to have a differentiation of ideas, we need to be able to open up that door. If they were all Christian, 100%, or I would say if they were Christian, because that's something that God would do. He would say, yeah, open it up, because people are going to well, have I their mean, own like ideas. That's- it's called a progression es- of life. Escaping, like an authoritarian Catholic regime. Yeah, that the the king had. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. And it's, I I'm, I'm a I high mean, critic even, of even Christianity. Even at the time, he so. wasn't. Uh, I I could be wrong, but I think even the uh, there's too many kings, so I don't remember which number but it's it's not even that he was catholic it's just his brand of christianity which well the pope basically controlled a lot of the the legislation yeah yeah because if they they ran it all by him they ran it all by the pope they ran it by the church easy way to control people yeah it's like well does god adhere to this new law and then i just do a little like you know cross the heart thing yeah. or whatever the you, you, if so you could see it it's, it's called the sign of the cross the sign you of the touch cross your forehead and be like you touch the middle of your chest roughly around your heart yeah left shoulder right shoulder super open to corruption super open to corruption and, and that's Which where is unfortunate, you fortunate but it just that is yeah. our history and if you actually if you actually read the history of the crusades where i'm talking i'm not talking about the I'm not, I'm not talking about the Crusades that y'all think of. I'm talking about the Second Crusades. The Second Crusades has been deemed the Crusades. But in, in reality, the, yeah, first the First Crusades, Crusades was the Muslim state. The Islam state that went in and started killing and pillaging and destroying, raping, killing every like village that had any kind of Christians in it. The Second Crusades... And taking over cities, obviously taking over territory. Oh, Second Crusades yeah. was a was in re, like retribution for that, but they took it too far. Yes. Because then, then they started trying to expand an empire, when before it was just retribution. And if you read the Bible, especially specifically the Old Testament, you look, or at least read how Israel went. They rose and fall, rose and fell, like, multiple times. And every time they fell, it was automatically shown and articulated that the prophets there, or, like, the the, the ones that were the priests, they straight up said, you, you're, like, we told you. You weren't following God anymore. You started worshiping idols. You started doing dumb stuff that's against your own laws you started passing laws that were against the in contrary it was in contrast to yeah like our moral laws established right and then what happened they get taken over and they get and they and they fell so like that happened 
but the deal is like you have to like it's just, it's the same thing it's like you know if you're if you don't adhere to history then you're doomed to repeat it and so i think that it's very very important for people to actually know that but that's a humbling thing to do is look at yourself look at yourself man like listen five years ago am i still doing the same things that i did five years ago sometimes yes do i get do i still have the same repercussions of doing the same mistakes that i did before now yes that's supposed to be where you're learning but you are more aware of them i'm aware of them and then and i have I to choose whether i do them or not probably less than you did it five years ago yes whatever, because i you know, still i'm learning is, yeah but that's like so if you see that in your but own life it's the same thing in society it's the same thing as as a, as the human race but the deal is that if it's not documented and that's why I, I really if if christianity is wrong i respect it way more than any other religion because they're the best at documenting everything. Hey, this is kind of coming full cir circle to, like, text messages. Then documentation is important. <laughs> See what I did there? I, nice so, segue. I manipulated this conversation so you could agree with me. And that Snapchat kind of sucks. No, yeah. I, I'm just... I, I do think Snapchat has a lot of utility. And I do think it is very natural. It's just... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's just... I did not manipulate this conversation. But we already, I'm we are no, 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 no. But we already, I feel, I, I thought that we already cleared it up. That is, if, yes, if we taught yes. critical thinking, because yeah. we started yeah, yeah. off with that. No, we, if we, we taught it, then did. I would agree with you. I was but just we don't, making a joke. No, 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 I'll get you. But it, the fact that we don't have critical thinking as a standard, as the universal standard, or I guess at least in America that's the standard education that we should have the fact that we don't have that yeah i think it's bad i think it's i think it's well i think that it's good that snapchat can just delete that shit over 24 hours yeah because people are going to brood on it look at it and they're not going to look at other people's perspectives they're not going to look at every avenue of articulation and, and being able to look at things Mel, what are you doing, dude? Chill. And, and I would agree. I would say that, like... But if we did have that, then I would 100% be with you. I would say that, specifically, I can think of one situation that if all of our communications were on Snapchat, maybe it wouldn't have gone so badly. But, like, I mean, this is a person I don't care to even communicate with. But if she hadn't had the record of conversation maybe it could have been different i'm o i'm okay with where it is but maybe it wouldn't have gone so horribly i think that it because it's 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 more natural between humans in the ways humans communicate to have stuff be very ephemeral and just you say it and it's gone and your memory can change and be unreliable and sometimes that's good and so sometimes that's helpful in progressing friendships and relationships is not remembering every potential slight or thing that bothered you like or have it staring in your face yeah like face because it's right there yeah face to face all the communication time. i think makes you more forgiving it's i think that it has higher potential to make you more forgiving and that's why i would say there's like i i like the snapchat idea of it deleting it because if they still say like, "Hey, what you what you wrote to me, like yesterday, I can't see it anymore," that that hurt me. I was like, "Oh, well, crap, dude. Like, well, like I'm not gonna. I mean, you could say it's like, well, what did it, what did I say? Uh, obviously, that would be the next line of questioning. Is like, you know, what did I say? Yeah, what was it was that like, I well, said to you that hurt you? I can't see it anymore, but I know that you said something along the lines of this." 
which shows automatically that was their perception of it. Exactly. And then now yes. you can have a conversation. But, but you have to be receptive to listening to their yes. grievance. You have to be and, receptive. And that's why... I, which I, I mean, think it's better than... Even, you even have from the, the it's just start there. of my critique of Snapchat, I said um, that there are good things about it and bad. And that is definitely a good good thing. I think the deleting aspect is good for for like for where we are now. If we did have the critical I think thinking, yeah. I think that it would be not an issue, honestly. It would be like, oh, well, I mean, that's, that's weird. Yeah, if everyone was that's, that's weird, that's interesting, that's nice. I, I can send nudes and not have to worry about... Uh, Even as a person that up, did a they, college level critical thinking class, like, no human is perfect. Like, if, if you are always perfect in your critical thinking, then I think the way we communicate on Snapchat would be a non-issue. But I think that with even uh, a person who is well-nuanced and um, there, there is another word I'm forgetting, uh, well-versed in critical thinking, I think that, you know, sometimes you're still going to fail and Snapchat is sometimes still going to have, pose a difficult situation. Not that the other messaging is, you know, superior. I just, uh, Snapchat is really interesting to me. I think it's better, in my opinion, looking at it. I think it's better. I think it can be. Because, I mean, I don't have to worry about deleting anything. So, I mean, because... I'll send some dumb stuff sometimes. I'm I'm sorry to bring the conversation back to to this, but yeah. No, that's great. No, I think that's like a full circle. And I think we should end it. It it did yeah. it did come full circle, which yeah, it, I think that it we're, did I think, so naturally, which I like. It wasn't forced at all. It's, yeah, I think that we've pretty much covered everything that we wanted to say. And there's no need I to think, like go yeah. any further. No, I think it so is a, it's a school night, man. We got well, work then um, I'm Trent Colton Castleberry. Oh wait, sorry. Mm. Yeah, my <laughs> name is Trent Colton Castleberry. This is the Lost Out Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify under Lost Out Podcast. Also, Apple Podcasts under the same Lost Out Podcast. And you can also email the podcast at lostoutpodcast@yahoo.com. Email the podcast. You can, but Please. if you don't want to do that, if it just it you don't have email or you don't use it because oh my god, you just said I, you just insinuated that someone in the year of our Lord twenty twenty does not have email, and that's hilarious. You may have an email, but you may not like use it. You just use it for subscriptions. If you don't like typing and stuff, okay. In to email, all the fifteen year olds out there, this one's yeah. for you. Yeah, just find me on find me on Facebook, Trent Colton Castleberry, and just send me a direct message. And yeah, I would love for anyone to email the podcast or to find me on Facebook, Elfie Delts. Yeah, that's it. And you can find this episode on the actual website, which is lostoutpodcast.com. Easy. Easy that's money. That's yeah. it, huh? Yeah, that's, that's the dog. I think it was a really good episode. What do you think? Yeah, it, it really, the segues really came together. That tie-in at the end. Chef kiss, you know? Cool. Enjoy the outro music. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.
This is only the beginning. Warning.